I had this dream. I was feeding fish in a fish tank, and it was a fish tank that I had forgotten was there. It was in a house I used to live in like years and years ago, and, and maybe like I was revisiting the home, and I came around the corner, and I, co I couldn't believe that the fish tank was still there and that there were still fish in it. And as I kind of walked up to it, I thought maybe these fish ate the other fish to stay alive this long because there's how else would they be alive? Right. And there was one really big like grouper looking fish, if you know what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And then there was like two maybe other pretty large fish that were in there. So I ran over and I grabbed some fish food and I started to feed the fish and wondering if they were just dead and floating there, but they started to slowly wake up and then started to eat. And then the fish comes to the surface and opens its mouth in this super vulnerable moment, like, please just pour it in. So I start pouring the fish food in, you know. And then as I look away, I, I ask people that were in the room with me to help me figure out what to do here. And they were really, they didn't want to help or they just didn't, they didn't interact with me. And so I got frustrated. Mm -hmm. I look back down at the fish tank and there is a turtle and more fish in there that just appeared out of nowhere. Just I'm trying to pour food in and then I grab, you know, those baby food containers are like the little pouches yeah. with a little spout on the end. Mm -hmm. So I, there was one right there. I, I guess it's in my dream because I use them every day. And so I started to feed the turtle with one of those because turtles like fruit. So uh, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> And then there's just more and more activity happening in this fish tank. There's more creatures that are appearing, including, I think, a ferret, which in my head, I'm like, how is that even in there? You know, <laughs> Maybe it was a, it, the otter family. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was an otter. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it was an otter. I tell Abby the stream and she's like, oh, it sounds like a feed my sheep thing. Like you start feeding a little and then just more start. Yeah, tapping. that's. Is that what you yeah, got that, to? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I totally too. didn't get that. For me, what I'm wondering is if God's showing you that he's calling you to great things, which we've always known. And so he's getting ready to expand what you're doing. And you look at sitting, I'm looking at you sitting in front of a microphone right now. And this is feeding his sheep as you are speaking into people's lives, imparting his love, his word, his encouragement, mm -hmm. calling out greatness, calling out destiny. You need routine in your life that's in she, order to manage that's what she said. That's feeding why was, his sheep. <laughs> that's you why. have to have that as a uh. crucial component to be able to manage well everything he's calling you to do. Because without it, the fish tank is sitting there. So those fish were asleep. But it, And what he's saying is it's been there. It never left. But it's time for it to expand. Girl, it but was But you're not going to be able to juggle all those balls without routine. It was like That's bass, what I thought. It's like Bass Pro all stuck in one tiny container. So if it's this audio makes it into <laughs> our, um, which I think it should, Abby, I feel like I know you. We need to have lunch. <laughs> She told me the same thing. She's like, Danae, this is what I think the dream meant. And you need to start making more of a routine in your life to manage it. That's yeah. literally what she told me yeah. a couple of days ago. Yeah. So and then I say, when we're going to we talk about routines. And I, it just is because you need it in uh, order to do everything that we were. If you believe we were put here for a purpose, then in order to live that purpose without 
routine without that organization in your life you can't be the best you you're supposed to okay, be an okay. impact i kind of get what you're saying i sort of reject it a little bit too <laughs> i i do think i can be what i'm supposed to be but there are certain routines that i do think are important and i'm excited to talk about it but i'm also excited because when i posted on facebook asking friends about their routines i know i have friends that are like Poo-poo the routine. Right. So I'm like, okay, there are other people in the world out there who can be themselves and have an impact and do their thing and not be super routine oriented. So I'm a little nervous about today, but I'm also excited about it too. So you're talking to someone who totally poo-pooed the routine for most of my marriage and finally It was when Sean talked to me and he was like, Shannon, because I said the same thing that you're saying is, yes, I can still be me. I can make my impact. Yeah, you can. But it can be better. It can be better. It can be larger. When you're living more efficiently, (laughs) it allows your impact to be greater. Okay. So well, and I we all know Sean was right. Sean's always right. It's so annoying. The other day, I was like, I'm not even talking to you right now. I need to process, but I can't talk to you. And he got really hurt. He's like, Aww. Why? Because I don't want to hear what you have to say. I just I'm don't. tired of you being right all the time. He said, so he goes, So you um, just want someone who's going to tell you what you want to hear? Yeah. That's exactly, exactly right, Sean. Exactly, Sean. <laughs> and I was like, no. I said, but you were right. And I just can't handle hearing that right now. So I'm not talking to you. And his whole demeanor changed. And he's like, well, talk to me about what you need to talk about. And so he was so sweet. It was actually one of those, like, I, I drove here just thanking God for him going, man, I am so fortunate to have a husband that just Wants pulls to- out that that thing in me. He pushes me forward he loves me and he was sensitive enough to go, you know, sometimes I need to hear that he's right because I'm kind of get like high on my horse and think I'm a lot taller than him and no blah, more blah. and yeah, yeah, whatever. And I need to be knocked down a peg. That's why I enjoy being married to him for that reason. I like to be knocked down a peg sometimes. I need to. My ego sure. needs it. We all need that. But then there's other times where I'm like, dude, don't. I can't handle it. And I love that he has that sensitivity. He yeah. He yeah. wasn't he didn't mow you down. He didn't. He lifted you up. I think it's why I feel so much better. He puts you back on the horse. He is the wind beneath my wings. Do you want me to sing? Uh, by the way, this is the Picture Imperfect podcast. <laughs> I'm Shannon. I'm Danae. Um, you know, life isn't perfect. We are not perfect. And here on this show, we talk about our journey of becoming better, not perfect. perfect. Yeah. Right. And we hope that you enjoy our conversations. Good luck keeping up. <laughs> we do our best. Welcome to living in relationship with us. This is just kind of our norm. So as you can already tell, our topic today is going to be routines. Um, but first, before we start to jump into talking about what that means for our lives and how we're going to try to improve and talking about how it's failed us, et cetera, uh, we like to filter in five. So this is where you guys send us a question. It can be any question, any topic, and you send it in and then Shannon and I attempt to answer your question in five minutes or less, which is difficult for us because we can't stop talking. Okay, so today is a unique filter in five, and I'm very, very excited about this. I was sent this question, and normally, if you're just joining us, Danae is normally sent these questions, so I'm generally the one in the hot seat that has no idea what she's going to say. And today, Danae <laughs> is in the hot seat, and I'm very excited. Yeah, your smile to hear her is I'm like just, a mile long. It is, because I loved when this question came in, it 
the person that sent it in had no idea what we were going to be talking about. And it really goes along with the topic today. And I love when that happens. Um, I hope it's an easy question. Like, do you like routine? No. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So are you ready, Danae? I'm ready. Are you ready to filter in five? I'm ready to filter in five. Okay. Mary asks, balance. How do you balance work, kids, chores, bills, cleaning, and that one thing in life that you always love to do, but you never have time to do it. Are you ready? Ah! Go. Oh, man. Countdown. Okay, I'm going to be gut level honest. For me, do it. For me personally, I depend on other people and probably a little bit too much. I usually, this is not the best answer. I don't <laughs> recommend doing this in your life. Let's just start by saying that. <laughs> I am just now realizing how much I depend on my husband to do things. I'm like, well, you do that. It's uncomfortable. And you do that. And you do that. So I'm just starting to learn how to take it back onto myself. I think what I'm saying is that I don't live in quote unquote balance. I live in like where I get to have happy playtime world. And then somebody else carries the depth of responsibility. So he takes care of paying the bills. We go over our budget together every once in a while. But for the most part, he does that. Um, that's the really the only one that I heard. Bills, what was the other stuff? Balancing, working, having kids, doing your household chores. For me. And the, cleaning. And then I, having whatever like hobby or right. passion, that thing that you love to do, having time to do it. Chores don't get done until people come over. So okay. that's the other part. Of, okay. We're like bachelors and bachelorettes. We're like college students that are in their 30s who had a child <laughs> and are now trying to grow up. So I think I'm probably not the norm. But we try not to keep things too dirty. Like we just mm-hmm. kind of declutter as we go. And we don't have a lot of stuff to clean in our opinion until people come over. Then it's like, oh, my gosh. Like right now behind my couch is a pile of dog hair <laughs> from Madeline and Patronus from when they were still alive. Oh, wow. And I just I don't want to vacuum it because it's the last bits of them. So like this is my life. <laughs> You could go grab the um, the hair on your shower, <laughs> and you're just you're gonna become one of those people on a reality TV show yeah. who puts them in jars and saves them. Yes. Oh God, I bet you didn't think I was gonna answer questions. Her like hairy this. little secret. My hairy little secret. Um, but what I so I also I spend a lot of time on my own self and I work for myself. So I have literally cleared my schedule when I had a child so that I could put her first and grow back into my job. So I'm Mm -hmm. kind of just feeling it out day by day. So that part I'm really, really engaged with in my life. Um, And then the things I don't do that I really want to do is my guitar. I want to pick up my guitar again. Mm. So um, right now it's in a closet and I don't know why I haven't really pulled it out yet, except for that because I'm still taking like prenatal postnatal vitamins, my nails grow really, really fast and I hate cutting them all the time. So that I'm I'm a I'm a terrible example. (laughs) Shannon, no, that was great. Show everybody how you do it. Oh my gosh. So for me, I have routines. <laughs> I could not manage it all. We're so different. I know we are so different. And what's funny is I was so much like you at one point in my life. And what happened was I kept feeling very limited. I had, I just, we've talked before about what a passionate person I am. I have all these big dreams and mm-hmm. I love to go, 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 be involved in a lot of things. And as we kept having children and life kept getting more complicated, I went from working part-time to full-time, um, 
have an organization that I run doing this podcast. There's I'm writing a curriculum like there's all these things that one, I just want to say I'm doing too many things. I'm doing more than I should be. And so I am filtering through right now. What are the main things I want to focus on? Who helps you? You You do it all. I do it all. Wow. Yeah, go ahead. So Sean pays our bills (laughs) and we do that on, we go over our budget. We're supposed to go over it monthly. I'm not good at doing that. Me either. Sean manages that part of things. I need to be more involved. Like I know the big picture. Yep, me too. Yeah. But he's carrying that load Mm -hmm. on his own. Um, But beyond that, like as far as the house, the kids, the errands, that's all me. But I do it. And we're going to talk about this through the episode through routines, I break it up into small manageable pieces. So I'm not doing it all at once. Um, There was a time, I got 44 seconds, where I made it a goal to always have my house 15 minutes from being company ready. And so through routines, I've been able to maintain that. Can I say my house is 15 minutes from being company ready, but it ain't pretty. (laughs) Just don't look behind the couch. We scrub the toilet for you. I just want to let you know. When you come over, that that's clean. So 22 seconds left. Mary, as far as balance goes, I think that's what most people are striving to achieve. And living in a world of extremes, it's hard. Yeah, I think balance, the word balance is um, not actually a good word to strive for. I think it's a it's a weird word, right? Like I think our ba- bodies need to be in balance to stay alive, but our lives don't necessarily have to be 100% in balance to be healthy. That's my opinion. Done. Okay, friends, if you have some thoughts on this filter in five question, we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on our website. You can call our show line. You can, if you're in our Facebook group, post. I would love to hear whatever thoughts. Any question you have. Well, we're going to talk about our main topic. We're talking about routine. I am begrudgingly going to talk about routine and Shannon's going to passionately talk about routine. (laughs) We like to start off by entering the museum of your mind. No, 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 no. (laughs) We need some music. We need to be on video. I always feel like we we do need to go on video. We both have our arms up (laughs) in the air. And when we said museum of mind, our, our hands kind of started over our heads, and then we just expanded our hands our out eyes towards the wall. Closed. It was it was ridiculous. Mm. We really should be on video. We should. We we could. We we should probably we talk about do, doing we that. Could do I a think live people show. would enjoy it because we are kind of ridiculous. The amount of like oh, hands. <laughs> like I don't think I could do this show if you tied my hands up. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> if you put if you tied Shannon's hands under the chair. Her mouth would immediately close. It would. And now some of you are thinking, oh, now I know how. That's rude. Don't do it. (laughs) Sean, don't even think about it. (laughs) So we're going into the museum of our minds. So this is just an opportunity for us to take a moment. Because you're not supposed to be allowed in museums. Nope, not supposed to. Are you there? You just kind of got to walk into this beautiful space. Mm -hmm. And you walk around the corner and there is a large painting on the wall. And the title of it is routine and what does that look like to you so that's where we're going to start shannon what does routine look like for you man i just um i closed my eyes and i just visualized as you were having me walk around the corner and i actually walked around the corner and i saw one of the largest paintings i've seen since we've begun doing this and it was in like, you know, those like flashing letters, like the diner, like 
Oh, yeah, like neon. Yeah, neon letters. I saw routine huge. Okay. So to me, that tells me it's pretty important in my life because it's a big deal. Because without it, I am a bona fide mess. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding you. Okay. In the museum of my mind. She's rubbing her temples. I wish you guys could see this right now. She looks so stressed. She's rubbing her temples. And I'm kind of worried her head's going to explode. I loved, hold on. I love how when you were talking about yours, your eyes are closed. You look so peaceful. <laughs> like, and just and and I'm so like, stressed out. So the, <laughs> the painting that I see looks like a circuit board. Have you ever seen a circuit board before? Yeah. Okay. So it looks like a circuit board, but it's actually like a cityscape and it's like roads and trains and lights and just this routine of buses going on schedules and subways going on schedules and people driving at a specific time of the day because that's when you get off work. And then in the bottom left-hand corner is this like penny-sized piece of green grass with my tiny body standing in it. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at it like... Ooh, that's overwhelming. So that's that's the um, the image that I get for me in my life. No surprise at this point because I've said it so many times. I didn't have routine really growing up. And I don't know even if we did have routine that my personality matches well. I definitely am the person that believes that there is an importance for routine, especially being a new mother and seeing that it's really helpful for my daughter to have routine. But I'm so routine averse that I've recently told my husband that we need to have it in our lives for our daughter and we don't have it at all. And he said, are you kidding me? And he like named off three or four things easy peasy that we do every single day that is a routine. And I was like, oh, okay, so we are doing it. Yeah, I think my version of a routine is where it's like, okay, now I have to brush my teeth and put it back on the right hand side next to the it's like I think I go too extreme and that's why I am routine averse yeah because I'm sitting here thinking I mean I know your routine I I know when you go to work when you leave work when you put the baby down for a nap when you Mm -hmm. do more work yeah when you wake up yeah when you do playtime when you do dinner Uh time you do have routine in your life more than I think you realize um routine is to me Taking everyday mundane tasks and breaking them up into small manageable pieces so I'm never doing everything at one time. I'm doing little things all throughout the week that keep my life moving in a forward direction. I do also want to say as we're kind of starting off our topic and just feeling this out, uh, routine is actually a word that was one of the things I have been working on all year long. And mm-hmm. so I, I do understand that it actually is the seed of um, there being a system in your life. And that's mm-hmm. a really valuable thing. So I knew I needed it at the beginning of the year. So even though I'm kind of playing around that I hated a whole lot, a whole bunch, I really enjoyed finding a routine. Yeah. Um, especially with Iris. That's been a big, big thing yeah. for me. Because I didn't have it before at all. Like it yeah. was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do today. I might not even eat until four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So, but now I have it. So in some small ways, but not in like Shannon knocking it out of the park ways. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. I do good for um and we're gonna talk about this in a little while. I do good in spurts. I've noticed that's part of my personality type. Like 
I just like start killing it. And as soon as I start killing it, I'm like, and now I can quit. And I'm like, why did I quit? And then I get back to killing it again. Cool. (laughs) And I know better. I know better. I'm like, when am I going to grow up? The dictionary defines routine as a sequence of actions performed on a regular basis. Um, There was also a definition that I liked that stated that those actions performed on a regular basis were regular, not just for a special circumstance, which would be people are coming over. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it avoids um, routine helps you avoid that people are coming over because you've already done those things. So they're done. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Yep. I think that routine is absolutely essential for society, for people to manage so that people know what's going on, system of rules in place. Um, and then I think there's also a way to allow for you, the creative person like myself to have freedom and be free and just like kind of go with flow. Like my routine could be that I, at, you know, one o'clock every day have four hours of free time to do whatever I want. Right. So, right. So there's and a way to balance. It. So routine. I it, say the word balance after I was just like balance is a it doesn't even exist. It's a stupid word. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going. I think my goal for this year was to strive for balance. <laughs> That's dumb, Shannon. <laughs> That's so dumb. What a silly thing. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, We asked you guys what routine meant. Oh, I love this. And here's how you would zoom in on it. Tamara says, oh, goodness, routines are a must. As a mom, it helps life flow better and helps me keep my peace. Corey says, I'm not a big routine person either. I love you. Uh, But when it comes to my workouts, no excuses. Get your butt off the couch. Move. Get Mm. your workout clothes on. Go to the gym. Walk the dog. Ride the bike. Do something. Everything else. Meh. (laughs) So Mary says, I think structure and peace of mind when I think of routine. The key, though, is still being flexible. Otherwise, disruption can drive an OCD person crazy. I was so glad that that comment was put on here because it is true. Someone that um, is super, super type A can get so rigid in routine that when the routine is messed up, look, life happens. Things don't always go as planned. And so you may plan on, you know, every Wednesday is when you do your meal plan, but you wake up vomiting and you're not planning meals on Wednesday. Yeah. So you have to learn how to go with the flow even though you have routines so um for me in my life my uh, my routines are there but there is a flexibility to it what do you what would you say is one of the most important routines that you have established in your life like if you had to just pick one Mm -hmm. what was it my evening routine hands down just one thing in the routine i would say it's just my evening routine as a whole, because it only takes me 10 minutes. Oh, okay. So I, with everything I do with routines, I literally break it down to where I'm only spending 10 to 30 minutes on a specific routine. And I only do one routine daily. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my evening routine, though, would be my most important because it literally sets me up for the next day. And that's what I watched you do. Yes. A few weeks ago. Exactly. And that's literally just I make my coffee that takes about three minutes. I my program's already done. So it's fill up the coffee pot, Mm -hmm. throw the coffee in it. Boom, done. 
throw James's um, lunch together, which I meal prep. That's part of another routine that I do through the week. So everything's Stop, already me. Okay. <laughs> everything's already ready. Right, so right. putting his lunch together and my lunch together literally takes minutes. So I throw that together, throw that in the um, the refrigerator, and then I walk into the closet and I literally grab out what I'm wearing, grab out what he's wearing. It's laid out. I take my computer bag and I stick it next to my door and I'm done. 10 to 15 minutes every single night. And that makes the biggest difference as to how I start my morning. When I do not do that, and there are nights where I'll go, I'm exhausted. I just can't do it. And I'm always like highly regretting it. I'm generally late for work. I walk in stressed out, kind of in a mood. I generally tell Megan off on the way to dropping her off to school. Poor Megan. And and so it does. It affects my entire next day. So Hmm. if there was only one I had to choose to make sure that I did. It's the evening routine. It is because it sets up my next day. In my mind, I'm like, hurry, hurry, hurry. Do it as fast as you can. I love to set timers and see if I can beat my timers. Like I love to personally challenge myself. Uh I don't like to compete with other people. I like to compete with me. See, I like to go, let's say that I had to go into the kitchen to do the evening routine, which it sounds like that's a lot of the place that you're at is in the kitchen. Well, then I take my phone in there and I spend about two minutes finding the right YouTube video to watch (laughs) while I do something. But that's a distraction (laughs) that keeps you like when I'm cooking, I turn on YouTube and I'll listen to music or I'll listen to a podcast. But when I'm like getting down to business and I have got an agenda with things to do, I am in and out. I want this done as quickly as possible so I can go lay down and watch This Is Us. Laying down in bed and watching TV is literally one of my most favorite things in life to do because that is the only time that for me, I don't actually watch TV. I like to turn it on and hear background noise and it drives my family nuts because I'll ask to watch movies or shows like three, five, 10 times. And they're like, we've seen this. And I'm like, I haven't. Yes, you were there. It puts me to sleep. Like it's <laughs> That's a, my husband. It puts me to sleep. So that is for me. A, I'm going to go watch This Is Us so I can fall asleep because I'm going to be right. in 10 minutes That's in. My I'm husband. out. That is my husband. Yeah. And he actually is a routine guy. He's the one that makes Iris's lunch the night before so that it's easy to put together the next day. Can I ask you, is this <laughs> the music that plays in your head when you do your personal evening routine challenge, so is, is this what it sounds like? Well, did it? <laughs> Why isn't it playing? What are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, wait. I have to tell you what's going on right now. <laughs> okay, so I'm about to play this music. Right. <laughs> But we are in a house that has a whole bunch of oh, no. wireless are you speakers. So playing it in. <laughs> so Sorry, Aaron. Play, so let me play you what is playing in, upstairs. Upstairs where, in the bedroom. Okay, <laughs> they're probably like, "What?" The? <laughs> I wonder if Aaron's up there going. What the heck are they doing in the studio? (laughs) Anyway, is that the music that plays in your head? No, but it is from this point forward. I will think of that every time I do my routine and I'll even move my head like I'm. 
I that was fantastic. So, I am expecting at any minute Aaron to come downstairs. By the <laughs> way, Aaron is my radio partner. Our studio is in in his house in his basement. We call it the bunker. And so that's been where we've been developing our radio show and working and doing all of our podcasting for the last four years. <laughs> and so, and he's so I'm expecting him to be like, why is the flight of the bumblebee playing on my speaker right now at eight something in the morning when he's probably trying to still be relaxed for his day? Oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> That was hilarious. Because <laughs> you're talking about how like you just challenge yourself and you get up and you just get done as fast as you possibly can. Right. And you don't distract yourself. Right. So then I'm thinking, oh, you've got to have some sort of inner song. And the flight of the bumblebee has got to be the best super fast song of all time. It will be what I think about every time I do my evening routine. I may even turn it on for do you it. and like make a recording. <laughs> <laughs> just don't play it on your neighbor's Wi-Fi speaker. Exactly. Oh, I can't believe I just did that. You know, it's funny. I talk to Megan, my middle daughter, all the time, who is like me. She, yes, she, <laughs> she, she should be your daughter. Yeah. Um, and she does the exact same thing. And I'm constantly like, Megan. Oh, distracting you, yourself? Yes. Uh-huh. I'm like, she'll have to find that perfect YouTube video or podcast yeah. that she's going to listen to oh, or yeah. watch when she's doing this. Yes. I'm like, do you realize that takes you 10 times longer to do things? You are distracting yourself. It's not efficient. We're looking for efficiency. <laughs> and she always just looks at me and she just goes about like her business. Like, like what whatever. is this word? Efficiency. But this is why we all... There is no right or wrong way. I mean, this is you have to decide what works best for you. I am in the camp that having some type of routine, even for me, it's small, it's manageable, it's broken down into these manageable pieces, helps me to live my life more effectively. Well, it's no it's no surprise. I think you get more done in your life. My husband gets more done than I do. But then like I'm like, I don't care. Like, that's not a big deal. But I go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and that is something for our listeners right now that you have to decide what you want out of your life, because there are people that are like, hey, I'm good. I don't Mm -hmm. need to feel efficient all the time. Before we kind of move into talking about some ways to create a routine for those of us who aren't very good at it, and I'm really excited to talk about like just some ways to think about how would I even get started? You do have to kind of know whether you want one or not, what your why is. And I wanted to kind of tell on myself because I'm in something I'm calling pattern reversion right now. Mm. Um, I had created a couple of small routines in my life that really started to make my life better. So I'm going to brag on those. Do it. I started to put my debit card back in my wallet every single time I used it, which was a big deal. And I started to put my keys in the same pocket of my bag every time I finished with my keys mm-hmm. and I had ever other items that I'm, you know, very specifically putting back into the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person before where it's just like, Oh, it doesn't matter where I put them. I'll find them or they're going to go in my pocket this time and over here. And, and you know, but I have a pattern reversion going on right now in my life. This moment in my life, I've noticed um, I can't find my debit cards anymore. I can't find my keys. This morning when we pulled into the studio, I couldn't find my keys for three minutes. And I'm like, Danae, you literally just lost your keys and you're sitting in the car. I couldn't find them. Oh, wow. They were under my butt. I don't know how they got there. (laughs) I put them in my lap. Maybe they, I don't know. So for me, I'm looking at this routine and I'm like, this is the first sign that there's something else going on. I am not caring about my environment and 
like I was before. What is it? So I'm just realizing I'm in this kind of part of my life where I think I should be doing all these other things. And that begins the psychological pressure. Mm -hmm. And so I just start letting go of things that are important because I'm focusing all my time and my energy and things that just don't really, really matter. But I also need to prioritize what makes my life easier. I think that's what you're talking about with your evening routine, Shannon. Yeah. So but this for me is just putting my debit cards away. (laughs) Right. You know, that think of the distraction so if going back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the episode you are called to feed his sheep so if you are feeding his sheep that requires a lot of you right yeah so when you are taking that time to look for your debit card or to look for your keys those are two important things i mean those are two really important things and You look at the amount of wasted time and the distraction and the mental and emotional stress that you go through trying to figure out where the heck you put the keys, where you put the debit card. Did you lose it? Did you leave it somewhere? And so then by the time you find it, sometimes that's two minutes, three minutes, 10 minutes. I've lost those things sometimes for days. Literally, I've had my debit card lost for days. Walking around, you think about the turmoil and the stress that causes and the distraction that that brings into your life. Can you efficiently feed his sheep if you're distracted versus taking the extra two minutes to put those things away? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of where yeah, yeah. I came to with routine that's in the my why. life. So I'm actually I should clean my car so I can find those things when they <laughs> slip it in the cracks. I should, you know, like there's a, there's a whole bunch. And that's the thing that's overwhelming for me, Shannon. And I just want to say it real quick. It's overwhelming because I, then I start thinking of all the things that should be different but you're right. If I break it down and that's maybe the goal, maybe that's the, the key to what we're talking about. It is. Get back engaged in a routine. So recognize right. that you need one. And don't beat yourself up when you do go into pattern reversion. We, we don't all, recommend that. No, we all do it. I'm in that process as well. And um, the way my pattern reversion is haunting me right now is in my dreams. And it's literally I'm having dreams of chaos right now almost every single night. Oh, and no. And it's awful because sleep is so important and my sleep is so disrupted. And so when you were talking a few minutes ago about those signs that, oh, I'm going down a road that yeah. I shouldn't be going down. For me, I had a dream the other night. Um, quick backstory is I had the same van for the majority of raising my kids. And it was actually something that when we traded it in, it was very emotionally hard to get rid of because there were so many memories built in this van, but it was just to the point where it was time for it to be done. But we had made a decision that we would not replace that van until we had become debt free and we had gotten on top of other things in our life. So I actually made getting a new van a goal in my life. Um, and you started to treat your old van like it was the like new it van. was new one because I had to build new habits. And that's like you no trash. And no things like that. Just every time we got in the car, everything in the car had to come out of the car. We were going to keep that like a brand new car. And I did that for months and months as we pursued paying off our debt, reaching our financial goals and doing the things that we needed to do. I was building new habits. So by the time I was able to replace that van, I had the habits in place to care for it the way something should be cared for properly. Um, I'm right now thinking about how many um, bags of drive through I've got in my car that just need to be thrown away and like empty cups of Sonic. So that's how I used to keep my old van. And so as I began to build this behavior pattern, by the time I was able, it was a big deal when I was able to get our new van, it was a very um, 
emotional experience for me because it wasn't about the car. It was about what I had rebuilt in my life and just taking pride in ownership, caring for the things that have been entrusted to me. So backstory on all of that. I get this beautiful van. It was such a blessing. It it came in under the budget we had planned. It it was a used car, but it still has the new car smell in it. And everybody thinks it's a brand new car because it was kept so pristine. And I had built the habits to continue to keep it pristine. So I have a dream the other night and all of a sudden I'm in chaos, 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 chaos. And I go trying to get out of the dream and there's the cars. I've got my white van all junked up and broken down and I've got my new van and I ran to the old van and stuck the keys in to get into the car and jump in to get out of my dream. And I stopped and went, I don't drive the old car anymore. I drive the new car. So it's kind of like you were feeling like you're going back into old routines. Yes, I was going back. I was reverting into old patterns. I have not been. Um, For those of you who have been a part of our podcast know that I've been walking through um, quite a few health issues and there's I've just had a lot of hiccups in in my life in the last few months. And through that, it's thrown those routines off. Hmm. I have not physically been able to um, I've had to pick and choose what I'm doing, but as those routines have not been chosen outside of I still do the evening routine, but I've let a lot of the other routines I have go what it's doing is it's producing a chaotic feeling in me. Mm. And my dream helped me to see how I need to reprioritize those other routines that I've let go of because it's causing a chaotic feeling. And I drive the new van now. I don't drive the old van. And those old patterns cause me to live in chaos. The new van, the new patterns cause me to live in peace. Does that make sense? Yeah. How long do you think it took you to actually like make that change? Oh gosh, I've been working on it for years. I mean, I am so someone I'm not going to do this tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Man, I don't want to do it. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. I am someone that, and anybody listening that has known me for a long time is a testament. They they literally could testify to the fact that I, I was someone. <laughs> I prided myself in not scheduling anything because something better may come along. And I never wanted to miss out. And I was like, um, to give you a visual, like the Tasmanian devil, zing, 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 all over the place and just causing chaos in not only my life, but everybody's life around me. And I would spend hours looking for things that I kept buying scissors, more scissors, more scissors, because I never put the scissors back in the right place. So I could never find scissors. Now I own like 15 pairs of scissors because now they all have a drawer that they go in. I will tell you, marrying my husband, who is kind of like you in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And you are very much like my husband in so many ways. It's, It's been a challenge for sure, but we definitely have two pairs of scissors and we know exactly where they are but it used to not be that way yeah we and used us to have too. yeah and so i definitely see the value in what he brings to the table right and i also see the value in incorporating some family routines and some personal routines right well and that kind of that's a great transition yeah. into talking about once you've decided hey i think i need some routine in my life how do you establish those routines? Yeah. Routines are behavior modification and it takes scientifically, they say there's research that takes 21 days to build a habit. Most people give up on the 12th or 13th day. Um, so it's going to take time. You didn't get where you're at overnight and you're not going to establish new routines overnight. So you need to pick, in my opinion, which one is the most crucial for me. 
my evening routine makes or breaks right every day. So that's the one that I do the most. But I have daily routines, weekly routines, and monthly routines. So so you had said you had this dream and you feel like you need to re-engage and reprioritize your routines. Mm-hmm. So and you have recently had to drop some. Yes. So qu- question to you. What one routine would you bring back to life personally? Cooking monthly, because when I take one weekend a month and I used to set this aside where I would schedule one weekend a month and that was my routine of monthly prep cooking, mass, mass monthly cooking, that makes the hugest difference for me when I'm working full time and managing the different right, right. You know, home and projects and things to not, it just makes my menu planning go better. It makes the grocery shopping and the budget better. It affects a lot. And so, I had gotten out of the habit of doing that. What's the common denominator to building that routine? Because everyone is thinking right now about one thing that they could add. What's the common denominator for creating that routine? Because yours is different than mine, but there's still going to be something that's common. I'm thinking about it. And I'm wondering if it's just putting it in the calendar. Yeah, it's setting. Is, is that it's it? actually setting aside the time and then making sure that you're doing it. And so just building the habit of doing it is one step in the routine is, okay. I, and for me, it's mine is not a specific time every single night. Mine comes after dinner. So Right. For me, now we don't always eat dinner. Mm -hmm. It it is more of an order than it is a time thing. Um, So that's where you have to decide what is best for you. Is that a morning, middle of the day, evening? And it doesn't necessarily have to be at two o'clock, just this rigidness. Um, For me, it's every night when we get done eating dinner, whatever time that is that we're done eating dinner. I hang out with my family, talk for a few minutes, and then I get up. I go clean the kitchen, which I guess you would consider a routine. Um, I clean the kitchen, and as soon as the kitchen's clean, that's time for evening routine. That's when I do the coffee lunches. And right now, wishes he was married to you. I'm just gonna say it. Quit it, because this is his. He he loves that. Like that's what he does. It's because our personalities (laughs) can't function without it. We're a mess without it. You're right. The common denominator is putting it in the calendar and making sure you have the time. Whether and then like you're saying, sometimes they're going to be fluid. So it's like I think I would put it in the calendar and then see it and then. If it has to be a fluid thing, I would know over time. It's like an experimental. You have to so, kind of experiment maybe. For me, I know it's important to check a calendar, but I hate checking calendars. And a good time, I would say, is in a morning routine is a great time for people to check their calendar so you mm. see what's coming mm-hmm. ahead each day. That's smart. <laughs> um, idealistically, I say I'm going to do that, but I generally don't do that. Um, so that's an area where I that would make my life a lot better better and um, more effective if I would do that. But that's something that you're really, really good at. As long as I've known you, you are so about the calendar, putting everything into the calendar. And so you you I are do. a woman of your word. When you say, I'm going to do this, you can always count that Danae is going to do it because she has put it in her calendar, whether it's to be somewhere, whether it's to get you something that she promised you, whether it's to just make a phone call to say hi 
you are fantastic in that area and you've really helped me through the years. I mean, do you remember when I was like, no, I'm only a paper person and you're like, you gotta go digital. No, I'm not going digital. And you would come to my house. How many times through the years have you come to my house to teach me how to use Google Calendar? (laughs) And sharing things with, but you are pretty awesome rock star with it. Come on. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. You know, you have to find what works for you. I definitely recommend digital because we are in a digital culture. Yeah, if well, you've you got it with you all the time. Person, that's okay, too. But getting like, I think for me, you have to see it and engage with it and decide its value. And if you're not going to put time into it, then you just need to deal with it and flush it. Or, right. or I think at the next level for me on creating a routine would be holding ha- having somebody hold you accountable. Because I can put something in my calendar that no one else sees and I know it's important, but if no one's asking me about it, I can kind of just, you know, justify not working on it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. We're talking about budgets earlier and how we're supposed to check in with our husbands about that or whatever. It's literally in my calendar the first Saturday of every month. And for the last eight months, I just don't, I completely ignore it. I don't even ask him, hey, how's it going? I'm just like, meh, if he wants to talk to me about it, he will. Right. But that's my responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think I need to be held accountable for to that one. And it's in my calendar. So right. I'm not interacting with everything in my calendar like I should be. Right. So if I'm going to add something to my calendar, I want to make sure that I'm held accountable, which is why I'm glad we're doing the podcast. And maybe this would be a nice transition too into the challenge that we're going to be doing as a community as we're all figuring out like what we want to do. Right. You think we're ready to kind of yeah. move into that? So we've talked about maybe how to start establishing a routine, which would be to write it down, get it into your calendar, and then spend time figuring out whether that works for you. You might have to move it here. You might have to move it there. But Right. Identifying, I would say, um, there's a lot of different routines that you can create um, to make your daily life easier. So thinking about um, what is the most crucial one for you, and maybe you brain dump all the different things. Like, hey, if I actually had a specific day of the week that I meal planned and grocery shopped and cleaned my car and cleaned my fridge. The the problematic areas that stress you out and take your mental time and attention away from other things you could be doing, maybe you brain dump those and then you do create a carve out a space. Start with one that's manageable. Um, and then as you build those habits, you can add them in. And I like to call it um theming my life like I have a theme every day of the week of something that I do and all those little things together when done create an efficient effective life whoa that's like next level yeah it takes time I started with just doing the same thing over and over like putting the debit card away putting the keys in one place so I don't spend an hour looking for the stinking keys if what if in like five years I'm like you <gasps> what if there's two of us that would stress operating? me out and you balance me <laughs> i've become the person i can i just go on record saying i've become the person that i used to make fun of there was actually a friend in my life who's still a friend of mine and she's moved away now and i spent a lot of time in life um being really envious of her going it must be nice to be you like everything you do is always it falls into place you, you could walk into your house and it's just it's so inviting for company and it's well kept you know where everything is and just must be nice to be you deb like i spent a good portion of my life saying that 
And one day my husband said to me, have you ever thought about why Deb's life is that way? What is she doing that causes her life to be so efficient and effective? And that was a turning point for me. And so the people I used to be envious of, make fun of, you know, I'm, I, I prided myself in being a type Z person. I was not going to, I walked to the beat of my own drum and no one's going to tell me what to do. do that in this, in a new, right type of routine it's still super flexible i feel like i feel like this is such an important thing and i i know this podcast is not just for you and me i know this conversations where obviously we're sharing them with the world but that's been really that's super cool because i do look up to you i don't know that i poo poo you like you did the other person because i really look up to you i don't i'm like oh (laughs) must be nice to be shedding y'all now (laughs) i really did that i really my you for admitting it poor friend i had to go back to her and ask her forgiveness you and say you know i really judged you because i was jealous i was jealous and i was envious of the life you led that's where i am different i i really i am i look up to you but i am not jealous because i know the work it's gonna take and i don't like hard work yeah i don't either man (laughs) who does i just want to have fun and i want to binge watch netflix and eat chinese food all day long but you also have a home with two children and you have been involved in the community you've been three children now three yeah i I was thinking about when you got started Sorry, James. I really wasn't forgetting you. I was talking more about the past. Yes. So the past for anybody who doesn't know, I have two adult children and And then I have a surprise child, a four year old. So so you had to kind of you had to do something to address that. Like for me, as I've mentioned before, we're we just had a child. And so we're really just now having to kind of step up in that area of responsibility. So I'm looking into my future going, you know what? I can still be quirky and fun. In fact, creating routines will help me to find the time to do those things that's right but i gotta i gotta work at it i'm a little nervous about the challenge in general because i feel like today's challenge should be something very specific individually mm-hmm. it will be no surprise mine's gonna be connecting to the divine more regularly mm-hmm. checking in making sure i'm keeping up with the expectations that life gives when li- when life throws you people that need to be fed making sure i'm giving them good food right okay so that if that's my routine i wanted to develop Oh, I cannot believe I'm doing this, but we're going to do it as a community. Do it, do it, do it. I'm, I'm going to show how to do it and I'm going to show you how to mess up as you do it. But I'm going to be honest about it too, because it was not about being perfect. It's about starting. That's right. Okay. okay. That's right. So I have a commute every single day. There's an opportunity there to maybe just do a little bit of meditation with my eyes open. Absolutely. Something just like that. stillness, quietness. Yeah. Just and, yeah. And maybe capture some thoughts that need to, to come to mind. Absolutely. Okay. So that's gonna be my challenge because I do drive every single day. Yes. And so that will be like maybe associated with when I get in my car, then that starts. So it won't be a time, but it'll be like like you said, after dinner you do your thing. Right. And then for you, you're talking about your challenge being maybe bringing back monthly bringing cooking. Bringing back my, just my routine schedule in general. So oh, I, the whole thing? I really, I do. Well, you're a pro though. You've been, like, I'm like nervous for you, but you've been doing this for so long. It's probably not well, going to be a big and deal. I, it's manageable. It's one of those things that if I just follow it, it's manageable. So it's just yeah. making sure, like I said, I do everything that I do. I do in short little stints because I kind of have ADD, so I can't focus for a super long time. And I like to have wins. So, so when we check in on the challenge later, what's my question to you? Mm, 
Um, like just how are it going? you? Yeah, are you following your routines? My routines are going to be. How my, many do you have? I don't know. Like, I do. I've uh, got one every day of the week. I've got them monthly. I've got them. Yeah. Labeled by color. So and because size I and shape. well, <laughs> I I like theming things because then I'm able to just get them. What done do you mean faster. by that? Just out of curiosity. So like on okay, so I'll just give you a little snapshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, would be every evening I do my evening routine. I have every morning I do my morning routine. Those take about ten minutes. Um, one day of the week I do meal planning. That takes fifteen minutes. Um, there's one day of the week that I um, do my grocery shopping. There's one day of the week that I clean out my purse and my fridge. I do both of those things simultaneously um, <laughs> because it only takes about half an hour. I love it. Max. Um, one day of the week I take out the trash. Like all the little things in life that need to be done. I have a laundry day. Like everything that so I have. themes are like that. I oh, just, that's interesting. Yeah. I just break them up into every day. Is it in I your do, head? Or is I, it on well, calendar? I have them written down okay. and I have them in my office, but I've done them for so many years. It's just like a normal it's, thing. It's just a normal, it's, I've built the habit. And so when all of this health stuff and life happened and mm. I mean, just literally I had zero energy, just getting up and putting one foot in front of the other has been a big deal for me lately. So everything went to the wayside except for the evening routine. And now all of a sudden I'm having all these chaotic dreams that my mm-hmm. life is out of control. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. because if you're you, not taking the trash out, that's well, why it's yeah. It's things that I'm starting to, I'm seeing a, it, a, a home culture that I built. If you walked into my house right now, you wouldn't go, Oh, that's gross. But I walk into my house and I, feel the atmosphere is different mm-hmm. because I'm not doing those things. Once a week, I clean my house. I call it my home blessing hour. I spend one hour. That's it. Boom. Every Thursday, one hour. I, as fast as I can, put a timer and I just go and clean my house. I do. And and that's it. I've got one hour. Most times I can get it done in 30. So just those little things that I've not been doing, I need to reestablish and do again. And they're all easy and manageable. Good deal. So just, I guess, checking in Sorry, on that. I, I feel part. like I'm interviewing you. <laughs> I'm like, tell me more about these. Well, this and I want to just take doing. a second to say that I do not, um, by any means, say that the way I'm doing it is the right way. It's the right way for me. And it's I, what works for our family and my life. And it should be no surprise. Shannon's actually taught classes on this kind of stuff too. This is actually something that she's done to the with the community, where she kind of brings people in and shows them how to create these important yeah. routines. So if and you have a question about routines, this is an area, home life and home management and freeing up your time. And, you know, that kind of thing is just something that she is extremely good at, very passionate about. Um, she launched a company called Simple Organized Savings, um, which you can still find on Facebook. They link a lot of things there. So just look up Simple Organized Savings on Facebook and you can kind of connect with that community. Or of course, you can always reach out to us here on Absolutely. this show and we, we're happy to connect you that way well, too. And let me let me just say, I started all of that because everything that we're talking about right now was a problem in my life. It was such a problem. It almost caused a divorce within my home. And because my life was so chaotic and so out of control. So I stand here as someone saying, not, hey, look at me and how awesome I am. I stand here as someone saying, hey, look at me. I've worked my butt off to establish all of this. But just like everybody else in life, 
I am not perfect. And yes, when I do it and I'm on it and I'm doing it well, I am here to tell you that it is a very efficient, effective, peaceful way to live life. But I have that habit reversion just as much as anyone else. I'm in it right now. And so I have so to it's go, okay, to okay it's absolutely, okay. okay, so can't do anything about going off the beam. Let's just get back on track. And that's what we're here to do is encourage and empower each other to be able to live life authentically and go, man, I've messed up. When you're dreaming every single night, chaos, dreams that you wake up in cold sweats with your heart pounding, wanting to escape life, when I'm binge watching Netflix to avoid the things that I don't want to do in life, that's and my that's life. causing those dreams to happen, okay, let's issue a challenge. Let's get back on track. Or let's start. Let's start and pick something. I'm telling you, you didn't get where you're at overnight. You're not going to fix it overnight. Pick one thing and do it and do it well. And when you mess it up, don't beat yourself up about it. Just Okay, here we go. And here we go. Reset. Let's do it again. And if you need help in those areas or encouragement, reach out to us, whether it is on the Simple Organized Savings Facebook page, or you can go to simpleorganizedsavings.com and message me there, or jump on our Picture Imperfect website. Yep. That, yep. That's what that's the point of what we're doing here. Yep. You can comment directly on this episode when you go to pictureimperfect.show slash episode three. And you can find the show notes there and you're welcome to leave comments. There's also all of our contact information there at the website. This podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network and you can find more swear-free podcast shows by visiting studiodna.media. Huge thanks to Sean Yarnell for creating our graphics and Metro Woman Magazine for featuring this podcast in their newest issue. And of course, thanks to you. Thanks to our fans for rating and subscribing and sharing the show. We would not be able to do this without you. And we appreciate you so much. So until next episode, have a beautifully imperfect day. Bye, friends.